Welcome to the big show. Podcast number, I forget. This is podcast episode eight. Episode eight. I think it's I think it's our eighth podcast, episode seven. Yeah. First one was episode zero because that's how we roll. Because Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. And Russell Westbrook looked it up, by the way. Like, this is a shout-out to four pods ago. He was indeed zero. Hmm. UCLA and when he was on the Thunder. Agent zero. Exciting stuff. Super exciting. uh, Today should be good. We're going to talk about uh, do names matter? Uh, Should you remember them? Are they important? Why are they important? And we're going to talk about our top three best worst meals. So, things. (laughs) Do we need to unpack that? Is that? I mean, we'll unpack it later. Okay. All right. Stick around. (laughs) Stick around for the unpacking. I uh, got to start off with some super important news. There's a lot of good developments. Last night, last night, got the Master Sword. You may be asking yourself, what's the Master Sword? Let me tell you, you're in good company because Guys. I have no idea what the Master Sword is either. My Guys. first thought was Halo. Oh, remember the, like, Master the Chief. Master, well, no, the, 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 the Purple Sword. That's the Plasma Sword. Oh. Get on my level with nerd stuff. Uh, master Sword in nerd. Zelda. Got that sucker. So now I have like the best sword in the game. So watch out. Ganondorf. What? Coming what? for you. Did you just make a Lord of the Rings <laughs> reference? No, I'm thinking Gandorf. No, Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> I think Gandorf. Uh, the Calamity Ganon is who I'm fighting in Zelda. So we're really mixing all our... I'm not even mad that I got those mixed up. That's just... Nerd that, Yeah, th- I'm setting you up to look more of a nerd. Also, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. We're recording this in rocking chairs, and it's kind of fun. I, <laughs> this, of, is, this is good. So it sounds like the sound is coming in and out. It's because I we're rocking. I think this is our new thing. <laughs> this is our shtick. We do pods from rocking chairs. Rocking pod. This yeah. is a rock It pod. also smells like baby powder in here. It is. We're in a kid's room. It's exciting. Exposed. It's uh, like baby powder with a slight mixture of like dirty diaper. Who needs a recording studio when you have an uh, infant room yeah. <laughs> to record it? So what separates this sword from other swords? So this sword in, in in Breath of the Wild. Don't even get me started. I have all so many your, questions about listen, that team. All, we'll of your, all of your weapons eventually break, but this sword doesn't break. It only like it runs out of energy and then it recharges you and use it again. Oh. So normally you break weapons, you have to find new ones. This one lasts forever, so it's exciting. Not like your TV. Correct. My TV broke. Other update in Jake's life. TV yeah. broke. The bulb is out. I repeat, oh. the bulb. <laughs> he needs a new bulb. Guys, I'm looking into it. Black Friday's coming, though, so I'm about to get a 90. <laughs> Curved screen. 3D. Comes with a VR set. Oh, it's going to be great. Dude, you should give me up. Um, if we're talking about uh, significant things that happened in our life this week, uh, I, for the first time, uh, I experienced the hype of the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And let me tell you something. It did not disappoint. I would still rather have a Chick-fil-A sandwich. And I don't know, dude. I think the straight up, so here's, I've had it too. Here's my thought. Okay. If you don't add Chick-fil-A sauce to the Chick-fil-A sandwich, the Popeye's sandwich is better. See, I don't even like Chick-fil-A sauce to begin with. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a buffalo uh, ranch combination Sac- guy through and through. Sacrilegious. Here's, here's why it, it will not, a month down the road, it will not be better than Chick-fil-A because I can guarantee you the quality of the sandwich is going to go down. Right now, those suckers at Popeye's are thick. Two C's. They are some thick chicken sandwiches. Mm-hmm. In a month, they're going to be like every other fast food chain, and it's going to reduce like 50% in size, and it's going to be paper thin. I guarantee yeah, you that's out, what's going to happen. They're coming out the gate with a fat chicken. Chick-fil-A prides himself on like consistency 
and good product. Popeyes, yeah. Popeyes is like, hmm. Popeyes, have you been to the horse races before? No. <laughs> have you been to the horse races? <laughs> well, the moment's ruined now. No, it's I gonna make a ho ho Yes, I have been to the horse races. Really? Did you wear a hat? No, I don't wear floppy hats. Why not? You I'm a man. What Kentucky Derby? I'm a man. I only I only go to the horse races in a in a a uh, a suit in a in a monocle like the guy from Monopoly. Yes. With, with a good with look. A, yeah, very good look. <laughs> so, anyways, I had the Popeyes chicken sandwich. It was fantastic. It's it's thick. It's crunchy. I do appreciate how it's more crunchy than uh, the Chick-fil-A sandwich. That's true. The one thing I will give Popeyes, and I think it will always be better, is the bun. The bun is way better than Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has gotten soft on the bun, and I don't mean that in a good way. Like, they've they've put less well, they've effort gone, into the yeah, bun. They're soggy buns. Soft, and they put Nobody those, likes soggy buns. They put them in that bag, which it stays hot forever in the bag, but then it's it's basically it like gets limp. it's soggy, dude. Yeah, yeah. dude, and it's not it's good. It's like a limp Sammy. Yeah, it's a lip Sammy. Nobody... <laughs> nice and flaccid. Nothing like a flaccid. Nobody likes flaccid sandwiches. <laughs> we could end the podcast right there. Speaking of flaccid sandwiches, best worst meals. Let's unpack this a little bit. So the idea of your best worst meal or food is something that speaking of flaccid is sandwiches, you wanna you crave it. You want to eat it. However, you know that afterwards it's gonna cause some problems for your body. Yeah, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Mm -hmm. All of all three. Mm -hmm. So, Jake, wanna I'll you go start first. Yep. This is a bummer for me. It's lately, it's not even a restaurant, it's not even a place. Uh, but lately I really I, I have to stop drinking beer. Like I can't, mm. I'm not even like a massive beer guy. I don't, I'm not like <laughs> like binging. This is Jake's coming out. He's an alcoholic. But yeah. <laughs> But I, no, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of having a beer, and man, if I have a beer or two, it's a rough go for me. Do it's you a, get? Do you get the beer farts? Well, yeah, and the more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Disney Plus. Yeah, it's a plus. It's fart plus. It's fart it's a, plus. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, beer in general has been rough for me lately, hmm. and that's it's a that's really going to be a trend for the next two things on my list. Oh yikes! So my number three. Um, so. The, OV, the overarching answer is Denny's. Denny's always gets me. But specifically why Denny's gets me is I go, and the great thing about Denny's is I can, at any point of, of the day or night, I can or order either breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The, all those options are always available to me. So what I end up doing is, no matter if it's nine in the morning or nine at night, I'm getting a combination of like all three. Mm. And it and it like does something to my stomach. So the ultimate the ultimate thing that like does me in at Denny's, I do this all the time. I get the sampler, which consists of chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, and onion rings. So it's just deep fried crap. Yes. And then I always get a side of pancakes, <laughs> and I lather it up with syrup. And so you have this mixture of literally breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it it kills me. Yeah, or Trevor just brought to our attention. You can always, you can't go wrong with the four dollar all you can eat pancakes. Oh man, you I can love have pancakes. the yeah, it's great. So Denny's is my number three. You have this mixture of so many different meals. It's terrible, dude, man. And so recently for me, speaking on the thing, so like really the key for this list is it. There are things that you really want to eat or drink, but they cause problems. And yeah, so, so like I I enjoy beer, and so I put it on the list. The next thing I enjoy more than anything, and recently in my old age, has becoming a problem. And this is just gonna flat thing. It's just ice cream, man. I I think I think I have a serious. I think I'm, I'm starting to get lactose. Can you like get it later in life? I think you can. It happened to my wife. 
Oh my gosh. She, she's a, so you're gonna talk about her farting a lot? <laughs> All right. I, actually, I don't know if you I should heard, do that. You I just heard, got married. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Victoria farting for the longest time has been like the Loch Ness monster. I didn't know if it was real because I never heard her do it. Victoria, stop listening. <laughs> she finally farted in front of me. And oh, it, big it time! Was a, it was a good one too. It's like exciting. On a scale from one to ten, I give it a solid seven. Stop seven. So here's the here's the catch twenty two with marriage farts is that. Your wife never thinks it's funny when you fart, but when they fart, they always think it's funny. Yeah. Like, it's not, what's the deal? Like, you can't have it both ways. Like, come on, you can't be mad when I fart and then, like, not allow me to be mad when you fart. Come on. It's like laughing at your own joke. Like, come on. Sure, like, you can laugh at your own joke, but let me do the same. It's funny always. I know you're trying not to puke when you smell it, but, like, yeah. anyways, so, yeah. Even ice cream. when stuff comes out. When... <laughs> So ice cream for me is a problem, and I love ice cream, yep. and I, I eat it anyways because I love it. So that's number two, ice cream. Okay, number two for me. Um, I haven't had these recently, but this was a big thing for me in college. Um, the Jack in the Box, I don't even know if it's a, a thing anymore, the Jack in the Box munchy meal. No, it's a thing. I just had it like- And it comes- <laughs> Jake had one on the way here. That's called secret eating. So, okay, they their, their specific marketing is to a very- uh, a big subdivision mm -hmm. of, of young adults, basically munching They're higher in altitude, usually. Higher in altitude. I'll let you fill in. But so the whole concept is there's different boxes you can get, and it's just crap stuff inside of a box. You're getting like jalapeno poppers. Mm -hmm. You're getting curly fries. You're getting a burger. And you're then you're like, getting those ratchet tacos. Or you're getting a sandwich that's got a quesadilla on the sandwich. Yeah, it's exactly. Like mashed and, and you can only get it like, I think you can only get it right when it's like 10 o'clock at night. It's nine. Nine? <laughs> From what I hear. <laughs> So, like in college, when you're hanging out late at night and you have nothing better to do, and your 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 whole crew is hungry, you're like Jack in the Box right down the street. So we get the big the big munchy meal, and it goes down so great. But then like 30 minutes later, the jalapeno poppers and like the the burger, like they hit each other like an atomic bomb, and it creates an explosion inside. It's your like stomach. Mentos and Coke just going on. Literally, down there. and then it's hot lava coming out of <laughs> things everywhere. <laughs> so that's my number two. Number the munchy two. meal. Great answer. Big fan of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, number one for me is a, is an Anthem special, and I it's I'm just gonna come out and say it's Geo's Pizza. I love so good. Though. I love Geo's Pizza, and I will literally stop doing anything ever to go eat Geo's Pizza. And then after I eat Geo's Pizza, I will have to stop whatever I'm doing later <laughs> to go to the bathroom, and I don't even care. It's like an instant. It's like a, I got like a three hour gap. You just plan that in. It's part of the Geo's experience. It's it literally foreshadows what's going to happen. I'm willing to stop whatever I'm doing to eat it. Yep. And that's foreshadowing what's going to happen an hour. It later. really shuts down your life twice in a day. That's why I love it. That's why I'm a big fan. <laughs> It's like the solar eclipse. Everything stops. <laughs> Everybody's stopping what they're doing to look at the sun. Yeah. That's Woo. what Jake does for Geo's Pizza. What are you doing in there? Had Geo's three hours ago. Get it. All right. Totally understand. Yeah. And when you answer that, like, it's not even like, ugh. It's like, oh, that's understandable. Yeah, it's normal. It's, yeah. it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Especially their buffalo chicken pizza. Oh, my gosh. I love, I actually go for their Four Seasons pizza, which is weird because it's got artichokes on it. Big fan. Oh, or the stuffed pizza. So in a way, this is. It's healthy. You're having your vegetables. Yeah. Good old bait, it all in. Yeah, good old bait and switch. Exciting day. Exciting day. Uh, my number one, um, any sketchy, any sketchy Mexican food place at midnight. Tell me, when, if you're still up between the hours of midnight to like two in the morning, nothing sounds better than going to like fast food Mexican, like sketchy Mexican food. Whether that's Filiberto's, Frederico's, Julibertos, Sudabertos, anything with Ertos at the end yep. of it. It sounds super good, and my move is usually to get 
like roll tacos and quesito. So basically anything with like a lot of cheese on it. Mm -hmm. And it does me dirty. And you think I would stop the moment I open it up and like grease is literally dripping. You from save the that grease in a cup, just slam that later. <laughs> you gotta wash it down somehow, you know? The good thing about eating stuff that sucks like this at night is you're delaying consequences till the morning. Yeah. So, cause you're gonna fall asleep and unless it's really bad and it literally wakes you up out of your sleep, usually you just like wake up and you're like, oh man, I slept well. Okay, gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, you're for sure, you're having a wake up call 3.30 in the morning and you are, you're you're taking your second, second half of your sleep is gonna be on the toilet. Yeah, 100%. So, um, I don't think I have enough time for the bonus list. No, I don't either. I was gonna talk, we were gonna like, we're gonna talk about a bonus list for Taylor. I don't think we have time to do that. I was thinking this list does remind me, the best worst reminds me of how the sun season has been going so far. <laughs> oh, tough loss last night. I think right. it was like a 15 point loss. Yeah, but. listen, it's okay, we'll get over it. We'll, we'll move on, we'll recover, and we'll eat good food again. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. All right, moving on. Okay, we are we are diving into the question, and basically the question for today is just, do names matter? Hey, so do names matter? And a couple months ago, we had a guest speaker come in to our staff meeting and really talked about this. And a lot of the things, I remember, I just wrote down a lot of those things because they were really effective and, and helpful. And his main idea, and he talked about this, and I think it's important, is everybody wants to go somewhere where someone knows their name. And he brought up the old... Cheers show. Mm. I, so I know that's an old show where everybody knows your name. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I've been I've been binging that. It was my show that I watched when Oakley was getting up in the middle of the night and I was feeding her at night with a bottle. Cheers was my show. So I watched a lot of Cheers, so I related to this. Yeah. The idea that I, I love the idea of going to a restaurant somewhere that I go, I'm the usual. They know my name. They say, what up, Jake? You want number three? And I'm like, yes, I do. And yep. they throw it on the table. You have your own booth. Like, yep. Yes. I want that. And people in general have a craving to be known. Yep. You have a desire to be known and to know other people. And so the, the simplest way to know that you're known is for someone to say your name. Mm -hmm. If for someone to call you out by name and introduce themselves to you or for them to remember who you are, and, and that happens all the time, and we have to make sure that that happens at high school service with our students. Yeah, I wanna tell a story, because I think the best way to identify why this is even something worth unpacking is to, um, we all have moments in our life where somebody remembered our name and it was a big deal. Yep. So I remember growing up, um, because I'm a basketball phenomena, uh, big deal, you were. Hashtag Actually, I never was. Never was. Damn. <laughs> Ball's life. Anyways, I, I idolized Steve Nash growing up. Love Steve Nash. I would study his game. Everything I did on the court was modeled after him. He had long hair back in like prime Phoenix Suns days. And you'd constantly like be like combing it back mid-game and currently behind his ear. I grew up with a buzz cut. Did not have hair, but I would still do that exact same thing with my head as if I had long hair because I wanted to be Steve Nash. There was a season where Steve Nash wore a sweatband on his left wrist. Never wore a sweatband in my whole entire life until that season and I wore a left wrist sweatband. I wanted yes. to be Steve Nash so bad. His fingerprint was on my life. I went to a Suns basketball game. I think this was in fifth grade with my friend Weston and my AAU coach. Um, he was really good friends with um, the Mavericks head coach, his name was Avery Johnson. And so the Mavericks were in town 
playing against the Suns, so we got tickets. And the whole deal was that we were gonna be able to meet some of the Suns players after the game. And we were gonna meet Steve Nash after the game. So the game happens, I'm psyched, I'm super pumped to finally meet Steve Nash. The game ends, our AAU coach, he takes us down to the court, we go under the tunnel, and I'm waiting at the rail for Steve Nash and, and come hang out with me. So my AAU coach, he goes into the locker room to go get some of the Suns players, go get Steve Nash, go, go get Avery Johnson and bring them out. And he gives them a little pep talk, hey, I have a few of my players, would love for you to meet them. And so he, he brings these Suns players out, and of course Steve Nash is one of them. And Steve Nash comes out, comes to the rail, he sees a short four foot seven Taylor with big eyes, can't wait to meet him. And he says, hey Taylor, good to finally meet you, what's up? And I remember in that moment, Steve Nash said my name and I lost it. I'm talking teenage girl at a Justin Bieber concert, <laughs> front row seats to Joe Bros, like I was losing it. And it was because this man that had so much influence on my life, this man that I, I had clearly the fingerprint on my life, he knew my name. And I think in this conversation, this is very similar to what happens when we remember our student's name. Now, I, I don't think your students look to you like I look to Steve Nash in a weird, creepy way. Who knows? Maybe they do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But what I do know is this. Your students look to you as somebody that's influential and somebody that has a, a fingerprint on your, on your life, on their life, excuse me. And the reason why you got into coaching was because that's exactly what you wanted to do for the next generation. You wanted to influence the next generation and you wanted to put your fingerprint on the next generation. And I think this is the starting place. This is ground zero. We need to know names or we can't do that. We can't influence. So what we're gonna talk about is we're gonna do some practical ways for you to get better at remembering names. And what we have to eliminate is saying that we're bad at remembering names. Yep. And it's, it's really a, it's a, a fall thing. It's a fall thing that we all do. We just kind of deflect it. Like, oh, I'm just bad at remembering names. And no one is bad at remembering names. You're just, you just don't try. We're lazy. Yeah, you're lazy. So it's not that you're bad at remembering names. It's that you're just lazy and don't want to remember names. And I, I am not speaking at anybody. I'm always speaking to myself. <laughs> yeah. Because I have for sure used that excuse in the past. Like, hey, I'm just bad yeah, at remembering me names. Me and Jake are the worst at this. So this is by no means. Yeah, this is a self-help uh, podcast. Yeah, we are not on our mountaintops preaching down to you right now. So we're going to give you full, a four-step process to make you better at remembering names. And once again, this is not my information this is actually dave stone which this is good a, a lot of you even though he comes and preaches sometimes but he came and did a staff talk to us and these were his four ideas that are super helpful and super practical and i think if you did these things consistently you would instantly become so much better remembering names so what's yeah. the first thing so the first one and this might feel weird when you originally start doing it but i promise you it's going to help and it won't be as weird as you think repeat their name you meet a student they come to church for the first time, you're learning names of kids in your small group. When you're talking with them and you're asking what their name is, when you get that name, you're repeating it in that conversation. So you meet a student for the first time, they introduce themselves themselves as Steve. When you're talking with them, you're repeating their name as you're looking at them having this conversation and you're finding clever ways to repeat that name. Steve, so good to meet you. Steve, what do you do? What, what Are you in any sports? Steve, what what uh, what do you like to do? What do you do outside of a Sunday? Steve, how can I be praying for you? Steve, 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 you're constantly yeah. repeating their name. I used to do this, and I, I I 
would do without apologizing. When I would ask students their name, I would literally look at them and I would just say it out loud six times. I'd go, Steve, 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 Steve. <laughs> and then I'd explain to them, dude, I just do that because I know I'm going to forget. So if I don't repeat it six times to you now, I'm going to forget it later. And they would be okay with it. Yeah, I'm going to say it a few times because I want to remember your name. Yeah. And if you just put a name on that, <laughs> that's a weird way to say <laughs> that. But if you, if you just call that out for what you're doing, it's really not as awkward Yeah, and it, it it's is. honestly, it's funny. Like, it's not as weird as you think it is. You play it off and it, it, it can be something um, that's lighthearted. So number one, find ways to repeat their name as you're getting to know them and you're, you're first introduced to them. Yep. And then, so that really ties in. This is probably the most effective step. So step two, this is the thing that's probably the most different than what you've done in the past. And, and what it is, is you need to record that name. And so Dave Stone, who came and talked to us, he had lists all over the place. He had a list on his phone. And when he came and spoke a while ago, I started doing this on my phone. And so I have a note uh, on my phone, the notes app. And one of my notes just says name list. And you can go in there and I'll scroll down a little bit. And I have like, I have basketball written. And so a couple months ago, I went and played basketball at the community center, and I literally wrote down a guy's name, Justin, and next to his name, I wrote Boulder Creek freshman coach. I wrote Mike. I wrote real tall muscles. <laughs> uh, Chris, I wrote Mormon, plays basketball. So it's like a guy I met, and I wrote some characteristics, characteristics about them down mm -hmm. so that I can remember it later. I wrote Mike Euros because he's the guy that works at the Euro shop. Oh, all the time. dude, that's and my so, boy. Yeah. Toma. So... It, and it's, that guy. it's funny because what you're doing is you're just writing their name and you're writing a few characteristics. So for you and, and students, it could be, hey, uh, Steve plays basketball or it could be, and we're going to keep using Steve this whole time. Steve wore a thrasher, thrasher shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve likes Metallica. Yeah. Steve plays Zelda. Whatever you want to write, mm -hmm. uh, write down next to it. Steve, long blonde hair. Whatever you got to do, write it down and create a list. And, and as you record it, you're setting yourself up to do the next thing, which is really important. Yeah, this list is good for nothing unless you actually look at it yep. and you review it. So let's say one particular Sunday, you get three names down on your list, you write descriptors next to them. The next week, before you even step foot onto, onto campus and you're in your car, you parked your car, review that list. More than likely, those students are gonna be at church. Review that list, make sure you go over it. Because what's the point of even doing it if we're just going to write it down and not even reference it? So make sure um, you, you review it and, and be ready for those conversations. Mm -hmm. Prep, yeah, prep yourself ahead of time. So I, and for example, I have uh, like Domino's. We go to Domino's Pizza every Thursday to pick up pizza for FCA. When I say we, mostly now Taylor goes there. <laughs> uh, but, but I have a list of names for Domino's. So every week before I go into Domino's, I pull this up quick and I know that I, there are Kyle, Madison, and Kristen work at Domino's and I can go in, I know who they are and I can say their name when I go in there and they seem like they really, it, it helps me value them. Yeah. And so you're prepared for that moment when you review yeah. it. And, and really side note, me and Jake, we, we did this for a little bit and we could probably do a better job at this. We like, we made this into like a game. Like this was fun. Like it was a competition who can get the most names uh, in that week. And then who can remember the most names the following week. And we created a competition between each other. And it's fun because when you do it alongside of people, it sharpens you to be better. So do it alongside your coaches, do it alongside your spouse, whoever you're leading alongside, like make it a game, have a bet. Like if whoever gets the most names and remembers the most names by, by semester's end or by the month's end, or even that week is buying dinner. Yep. And so basically here's your, your three things. So first off, hey, repeat the name. Second, record it, have a list somewhere. Third is review it before you talk. And the last thing is that you just gotta risk. 
Like you have to go in and there's going to be times where you forgot to look at your list and you're going to find ways to like skip around saying a name. Hey buddy, what's up? Like just go for it. Give it a shot. Maybe look kind of away from them and yell out the name you think and see if they respond first. And I pull, pull a fast one on them. <laughs> but you got to go for it. And even if you get it wrong, you usually can play it off like, all right, hey, I'm sorry. Totally messed it up. I'll get it next time. And I do think it's... It's valuable for kids to know that you're trying. And, and I think really for us, like Taylor shared a story. Uh, our story, really, the reason that we're pastors at this church comes down to someone remembering my name. Bree and I came to the Peoria campus now, like I guess six and a half, almost seven years ago. And we came one week and it's massive. It's like 15,000 people at this campus, really big. I'm a little hesitant. There's so many people there. How are we going to be involved? How are we going to know people? Talk to a few people, uh, one of the greeters and talk to him a little bit and the next week we came back and they were saying, hey, the starting point's happening. And we're kind of just like, all right, let's just jump in and go. And I re vividly remember walking into starting point and behind me, someone yells, hey, Jake, what's going on? And I turn around and it was the guy that I had met uh, who is now on staff. His name's Travis Brown. And he literally yelled at me and was like, hey, Jake, how's it going? And I turned around and shook his hand and talked again. And, and it was really a deciding moment for us. Like, hey, this campus is huge. It's big. There's people everywhere. But someone cares enough about me to remember my name and call me by name. And, and like we said in the beginning, I felt known. I felt like I matter. And, and our high school campus seems a lot like the Peoria campus does for adults. If you're new and you come on this campus and you see the courtyard and there's a couple hundred kids, a couple hundred, there's a hundred kids walking around, At hanging out. Thousand. It seems like a thousand. And, Kids are nervous. It's different unless you know someone. And so for you to look someone in the face as they walk up and say, hey, dude, Steve, <laughs> Phil, Jeffrey, the most generic Casey, <laughs> white kid. Yeah, name. look at them and look in their eyes and call them by name. It, it matters so much more than I think we, we realize. Yep. And it really is something that we have to get better at. Not that we should get better at. It's something that we have to get better at. Yeah. So remember, we're no longer going to be a, a group of coaches that just allows um, allows our laziness and us included to get in the way of learning names. We're no longer going to say, I mean, I'm just not good at learning names. That is no, that is an illegal statement. That That is outlawed. We're not allowed to say that anymore. Mm -hmm. We're going to repeat names. We're going to record it. We're going to have a list. We're going to review those lists before every Sunday, and we're going to risk it. We're going to take chances. We might we might say a kid's name wrong. We might call them Steve when their name is Phil, but we're going to risk it because, because we really do care about it. And so our hope is that this is something that's challenging for you. It's challenging for us as student pastors getting to know students, and we hope it helps. So We need our campus to feel like the Cheers Bar. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's Amen. Point. And with that, that's all we Amen. have for you. Amen. Amen. Hey, later, guys.